book six chapter eight of history of the reformation in the sixteenth century volume two by jean henri mail d'aubigne translated by henry beveridge this librivox recording is in the public domain while the reformer was thus addressing the roman pontiff for the last time the bull which anathematized him was already in the hands of the germanic church and at luther's own door it would seem that no doubt was entertained at rome as to the success of the measure which had thus been adopted against the reformation the pope had charged two high functionaries of his court caraccioli and aleander to be the bearers of it to the archbishop of metz who was requested to see to its execution but eck himself appeared in saxony as the herald and executor of the great pontifical work no man knew better than the doctor of ingolstadt how formidable the blows were which luther had struck alive to the danger he had stretched forth his hand to sustain the tottering edifice of rome in his own estimation he was the atlas destined to support the ancient roman world on his robust shoulders when on the point of falling to pieces proud of the success of his journey to rome proud of the charge which he had received from the sovereign pontiff proud to appear in germany with the new title of proto-notary and pontifical nuncio proud of the bull which he held in his hand and which contained the condemnation of his indomitable rival he regarded his present mission as a triumph more splendid than all the victories which he had gained in hungary bavaria lombardy and saxony and from which he had previously derived so much renown but this pride was soon to be humbled the pope in entrusting the publication of the bull to eck had committed a blunder which was destined to neutralize its effect the proud distinction conferred on a man who did not hold high rank in the church gave offence to sensitive and jealous spirits the bishops accustomed to receive the bulls directly from the pope were offended at the publication of this one in their diocese by an upstart nuncio the nation who had hooted the pretended conqueror of leipzig at the moment of his flight into italy were equally astonished and indignant when they saw him repass the alps decked in the insignia of pontifical nuncio and with the power of crushing whomsoever he chose the sentence brought by his implacable adversary luther regarded as an act of personal revenge he regarded it says pallavicini as the perfidious poniard of a mortal enemy and not as the legitimate act of a roman lictor it was generally viewed as less the bull of the sovereign pontiff than of dr eck in this way the blow was obstructed and weakened beforehand by the very person at whose instigation it was struck the chancellor of ingolstadt had hastened back to saxony which as having been the scene of battle he was desirous should also be the scene of his victory having arrived he published the bull at meissen merseburg and brandenburg towards the end of september but in the first of these towns it was posted up in a place where nobody could read it and the bishops of those three sees were in no haste to publish it 
even duke george ex great patron prohibited the council of leipzig from making it public before receiving orders from the bishop of merseburg and these orders did not arrive till the following year these are only difficulties of form said john eck to himself at first for everything else seemed to smile upon him duke george sent him a golden cup and some ducats even miltitz who had hastened to leipzig on learning that his rival had arrived invited him to dinner the two legates were boon companions and miltitz thought he could not have a better opportunity of sounding eck than over their wine after he had drunk pretty freely he began says the pope's chamberlain to boast in grand style he displayed his bull and told him how he meant to bring that drolly fellow martin to his senses but the ingolstadt doctor soon had occasion to observe that the wind was veering the course of a year had produced a great change in leipzig on st michael's day some students posted up placards in ten different places containing a severe attack on the new nuncio who in amazement took refuge in the cloister of st paul where tetzel had previously found his asylum and declining every visit induced the rector to call his youthful opponents to account by this poor eck gained little the students composed a song upon him and sang it in the streets eck must have heard it in his prison on this all his courage failed him and the redoubtable champion trembled in every limb every day brought him threatening letters one hundred and fifty students who had arrived from wittemberg spoke out boldly against the papal envoy for once the poor apostolic nuncio could hold out no longer i would not have them kill him said luther though i wish his designs to fail eck quitting his retreat at night clandestinely escaped from leipzig to go and hide himself at coburg miltitz who gives the account triumphed more than the reformer his triumph however was not of long duration all the chamberlain's projects of conciliation failed and he came at last to a miserable end one day when drunk he fell into the rhine at mentz and was drowned Eck gradually recovered courage. Repairing to Erfurt, whose theologians had on more than one occasion betrayed their jealousy of Luther, he insisted on having his bull published in this town. But the students seized the copies, tore them to pieces, and threw them into the river, saying, Since it is a bull, let it swim. Now, said Luther, on being informed of this, the Pope's paper is a true bull eck durst not make his appearance at wittemberg but he sent the bull to the rector with a threat that if it was not conformed to he would destroy the university at the same time he wrote duke john frederick's brother and co-regent do not take what i do in bad part i am acting in behalf of the faith and it costs me many cares great labour and much money the bishop of brandenburg supposing him inclined was not entitled to act at wittemberg in his capacity of ordinary the university being protected by its privileges luther and karlstadt who were condemned by the bull were asked to take part in the meetings which were held to deliberate on its contents 
the rector declared that as he had not received a letter from the pope along with the bull he declined to publish it the university had already acquired greater authority in the surrounding countries than the sovereign pontiff himself its declaration served as a model to the government of the elector and thus the spirit which was in luther triumphed over the bull of rome while the german mind was thus strongly agitated by this affair a grave voice was heard in another quarter of europe an individual foreseeing the immense rent which the papal bull was about to make in the church came forward to give a solemn warning and to defend the reformer it was that of the swiss priest of whom we have already spoken ulrich zwinglius who though not united to luther by any friendly tie published a treatise full of wisdom and dignity the first of his numerous writings a kind of fraternal affection seemed to draw him towards the doctor of wittemberg the piety of the pontiff said he requires that he shall joyfully sacrifice whatever is dearest to him for the glory of christ his king and for the public peace of the church nothing is more injurious to his dignity than to defend it by pensions or terror even before the writings of luther were read he had been calumniated to the people as a heretic a schismatic and as antichrist himself not one gave him warning none refuted him he called for a discussion but all he could get was a sentence of condemnation the bull which is published displeases even those who honour the majesty of the pope for it is everywhere regarded as an expression of the impotent hatred of some monks and not of the mildness of a pontiff who ought to be the vicar of a saviour full of love all acknowledge that the true doctrine of the gospel of jesus christ has greatly degenerated and that a public and thorough reformation of laws and manners is required consider all men of learning and virtue the more sincere they are the stronger is their attachment to evangelical truth and the less their dissatisfaction with luther's writings there is not one who does not acknowledge that he has derived benefit from these books though he may have met with passages which he was unable to approve let men of sound doctrine and acknowledged probity be selected let three princes above all suspicion the emperor charles the king of england and the king of hungary name the judges let these judges read luther's writings let them hear his defence and then let their decision whatever it be be confirmed this proposal which came from the country of the swiss led to no result it was necessary that the great divorce should take place it was necessary that christendom should be rent in twain her very wounds were destined to be the cure of her diseases. End of Book 6, Chapter 8